Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We also go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Our friend Jay Delsing, another great PGA golfer, joins us as he does every Friday. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning, guys. Good morning. I hope everybody at Christmas, and uh, I hope 2023 is going to be just a great one for everybody. Yeah, hopefully it'll be great for everybody. Hey, Jay, I want to start with this. At the end of the year, Mark Schlebaugh from ESPN.com has a list of the 50 or the 25 most influential people in golf right now. I'm going to give you his top five, and I don't think you're going to agree with it, but they're all influential. He's got Mickelson as number one. He's got Tiger as number two. This is Mark Schlebaugh's list of the 25 most influential people in golf right now. Mickelson, Tiger, Rory, Greg Norman, Norman four, Jay Monahan five. What do you think of that top five? Wow, uh, is Phil the most influential all, guy in golf still? No, he's 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 headed to ir- irrelevancy as far as I can tell. I mean, uh, uh, how is he influential at this point? I I, I mean, I just don't get it. Uh, he, I, I'd say, two years ago, he wins the PGA Championship. You you could r- really make an argument for him there. From that point in time, Randy, he has slid and gone nowhere but into some holes. And, you know, it, it's created some some crazy comments that he's making now. And, uh, no, no. First of all, Tiger is the man. He, he will always be the man as long as he's, you know, still playing some. I mean, he wins the PIP program by looking out his window twice. <laughs> you know Literally, I mean? right. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, he fires his jet up, and all of a sudden, you know, everybody wants to know where he's going. <laughs> and, and so, I, 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 I don't agree with that. I, I'd say Jay Monahan is probably uh, much uh, up, much higher. Uh, disappointed in and how the PGA Tour and our and our whole team down there has handled this LIV situation. And you know, it's I, I really feel like it, it'd be more like Tiger, Rory. Uh, Monahan, Norman. You could probably interchange Monahan and Norman because of how disruptive Norman's been. I mean, we're we're talking about golf more now, guys, than ever because of Greg. And there's arguments. I was reading articles on Norman when we were playing. Nor all Norman wanted to do was make a splash in everything that he did. So when we're playing down at Terrell, he'd arrive in a helicopter. You know, uh, everybody else was driving a tournament car. We were damn glad to have him, and he'd drive his Ferrari. And they're like, how many Ferraris do you have? He's like, I don't know how many. Uh, I don't even count. You know, and when Jack Nichols started, sorry, Gary, one more thing. When Jack started flying, and, and, and Mr. Palmer, those guys had planes, Greg went and got a 737. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So that's what that looks like. Yeah. Jay, the uh, the official World Golf Rankings awarded eligibility to another golf tour, not named Live. Uh, how do they view? How did the o- OWGR uh, view Live the Live Tour? 
You know, I, I think they're going to get their official golf rankings, but I think that was interesting with this tour that came out of Mexico, I think you're referring to, Terry. Yeah. The, the Guerra de Golf Professional de Mexicano. Mexicana. I know, rolls right off your tongue, doesn't it? It just rolls right off your tongue. I, I couldn't see it twice yesterday. I'm like, I don't know where that is. Well, there's a couple of big distinguishes, uh, distinguishing um, um, factors there. First of all, they have a cut. In the official world golf ring, he said it, it's crucially important to have a cut, even though the, those, those, uh, that Mexican tour only has 54 holes, so there are three rounds. Now, when you don't have a lot of money, and you're trying to, it, it makes sense to have three round um, mini tour type events because it can it can save quite a bit of money um, for the for the players and for the tour itself because you don't have to rent the golf course for another day. It, it eases up on some travel and things like that. That's not the case with Lyft, and the fact that they don't have a cut is uh, it's it's going to hinder them. But the process, I think, in the article, Kerry said, sixteen months. From the time that they applied for this status, these guys were awarded official, you know, uh, golf ranking points. But, guys, what's unfortunately happened from this whole fallout with the world golf rankings is it's almost become irrelevant now because Dustin Johnson is ranked 300th in the world now, I think, Hmm. or something crazy like that. And so you looked on that list and go, okay, you know, that's not right. Greg, uh, or uh, Jay Delsing is with us on 101 ESPN. Jay, I've got a piece in front of me, what it takes to get kicked out of a private club these days. And (laughs) the number one thing that they list is cheating. And I I find that interesting because it seems like there's a lot of people that kind of are flexible with the rules. What what, what would you say as a, a club member is the number one thing that would cause you to want somebody to be kicked out of a club? Well, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for people getting to play music, and but, but you know, you can't you know play Led Zeppelin as you're coming down 18 on 90 on your speaker. <laughs> you know, you have to kind of you have to you kind of have to monitor it, monitor it a little bit. But I'm all for making it much more fun. So, Randy, there's a massive difference between not knowing the rules and taking a bunch of stupid drops that you think you're entitled to when mm-hmm. you're not, uh-huh. and dropping balls and uh, when when you start uh what i look at is cheating is you know teeing the ball up in the rough when you're playing the ball down dropping a ball when when you can't find it and calling it you know not calling any any strokes on yourself those are the things that get you kicked out quicker than than ever it's 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 funny it surprises you randy because you would never do that you know, you may take a wrong drop or something because the rules are vague or, or ambiguous. Right. But you're not going to you're not going to drop a ball out of your pocket. No. So you'd be shocked at how many people do that. The other interesting thing to me, and at the clubs I play at, I've never seen anything like this. But evidently, it's a pretty common thing that club members get in fights with each other. I've been watching some of these. There's one down in Australia. Holy smokes, these guys, I could barely understand them. Their accents were so, so thick, but they got into it, and I think one guy bit the other guy's ear off. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> yeah, or his nose or something. I mean, it was crazy. They, they, the, um, the, the, the button was on, and I was able to find a version of it without the button, and they were going at it, I mean, <laughs> verbally. And I'm like, guys, you might as well. You've done everything else. You might as well just kill one another. That's amazing. I, it, it's amazing. 
it, it, it is amazing. But, you, you know, you get men in, in these situations and they think they know what they're talking about and then they're competing against each other. That's a tough situation. I mean, I, I didn't realize it was going on so much until I started watching some of these videos from all across. Uh, where's the place where the, the kid hit the other a kid, he was probably in his early 20s, hit hit his playing partner in the head with a wood and sent him to the hospital. Oh. The guy tried to get up. He passed out. He's got brain damage. And now the kid is, I don't know, some sort of aggravated felony or something. I don't even know what that is, but it's not good. No. Not good at all. Hey, Jay, no. I was, was going to ask you this. Kathy Whitworth passed away, the winning this player in LPGA and PGA Tours. Uh, who is the best female player? Condolences to her and her family, first of all. Uh, who is the best female player you've ever played with or, or seen play? Oh, my gosh. So back in the day, Kerry, we used to have the uh, the mixed team tournament where, a guy, where one of us from the PGA Tour would, would get paired with the LPGA. Um, and, and I got to play with Julie Inkster a lot. And she, besides being a wonderful human being, she could really, really play. But the but the 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 woman that I saw that was absolutely from from tee to green by hands down the best was Beth Daniel. She could crush her driver. My partner and I, Val Skinner, were leading the tournament on going into the fourth round down at the the Copperhead Course in Tampa, and we got paired with Davis Love, who was playing with Beth Daniel, and it was like playing with two Davis Loves <laughs> the last day. And I was like, oh my! I mean, we could have beat them on our best day. And um, so Beth was really good. She got really, really balky with the putter towards the end. She was never a great putter. But, I mean, she's a Hall of Famer. She's won multiple times. Um, But I also got to play with Nancy Lopez. And Nancy was at the Ascension Charity Classic as one part of our Legends um, um, component of the event last year. And Nancy Lopez had the sweetest smile, you guys, and the softest uh, uh, swing and 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 she was so gentle and man inside she just wanted to tear you up. <laughs> yep, <laughs> she just wanted to smile her way right through you, you know. And so I uh, I would say one of those two ladies. Um, I did get to play with Joanne Carter, Big Mama. Nobody was funnier than that woman. She would she'd have a cigarette. It, it'd almost be like you were playing poker with her all last night because she'd have this cigarette on the side of her mouth that she'd never take out. And she'd bark at you in a kind of a growly voice, and she could really, really play. Um, so, kind of a kind of a character as well. So, Michelle Smallman and I interviewed Nancy after she had had a, she spoke over at Norwood, and she talked about how at her club in Houston they play on Friday afternoons, and sometimes it really gets competitive down the stretch. And I asked her when we started the interview. How does it feel when you play in one of these really competitive matches and you come up short? And she said, oh, I don't lose. <laughs> oh, no, no. Really? And she said that like, I, I, I heard that interview and she said it like, this man just asked me the dumbest thing he could ever ask me. Because she was like, and you know the other thing she said? I go, what do you like to play for? And she goes, well, you know, we'll usually play for a drink or two. And I said, you don't drink. And she goes, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was, and 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 wasn't that? I mean, Randy, that was so. It was almost alarming because she's such a sweetie, such a kind, and she's like, "Oh, are you kidding me? You're not beating me. That's never happening." It was great. It was one of my most memorable interviews. Hey, anything you want to say to Tiger on his birthday? Uh, He lost my number. 
You know, he lost yeah, number a long time ago. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll just, I'll text him back. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Who do you got on the show on? Let's to come to St. Louis to get him on the show. Absolutely. Who do you have on your show, by the way, on Sunday? You know, I just had uh, Stan Utley. Stan Great. Utley, I grew, grew up playing um, uh, junior golf with Stan. He is now credited with the man that's fixed Charles Barkley. And I'm like, you wow. got to be kidding. So, But Chuck is playing some great golf, and Stan is uh, is teaching short game and stuff down in Scottsdale. And uh, so we, we had a really nice chat. He went to the University of Missouri, a great Missourian living out there now, and, and uh, so a lot, of, a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. You have a happy weekend, a fun weekend, and a happy 2023. And we will talk to you as the new year unfolds. I, I will. You guys the same. I, can I just say one other thing? I was listening to you guys talk yesterday about basketball, Kerry, and you were talking about the, the, the uh, I forget his name now, the guy that doesn't know how to set a screen. And, you know, Kerry, when I played basketball in high school, I took advantage of all five fouls as much as I could. Because if you, if you were going to light me up, because I wasn't very good, but if you were going to light me up, it was going to be from the outside, baby. You going down the lane, and if you weren't bleeding it, those some of those Vashon teams, Kerry, were so intimidated. I'm like, I got to make this first foul count. You know, you, I got to get in there and knock somebody around. You get five fouls for a reason. You got to. You can't take them with you. They don't carry over, so you might as well use them all. And we didn't have flagrant <laughs> fouls in high school. There you go. No you such know, thing. I, I knocked the guy's tennis shoes off one time. One tennis shoe off one time. And he didn't come in the lane after that game. Now, he still scored probably 25 on me, but they were all from the outside. I'm like, ah, he had a hot night. But he was go. not going to go shoot layups on me. No way. That's a beautiful thing. Thanks, Jay. Take care. See you later. Take care, guys. Thank you. That's our friend Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.